In this podcast, I will inspire you to go past the limitations you place on yourself as we explore your infinite possibilities in the Akashic Records. The portal is open now. Hello and welcome to Your Light is Fearless. I am your host. My name is Amber and today I'm just doing things a little different. You know, I have decided that in order for me to move forward the way that I see myself achieving the things that I want to, there's going to have to be some shifts. And so little things that I am changing is allowing myself to change my schedule and basically to fit more things in. So I'm recording this podcast before I go to my dance class, and then I have a day of sessions, and then I have, you know, all the things that mothers do and and la-di-da. So I just realized that in a way I have this tendency to to live in this idolizing or ideology, um, an idolization. I I tend to idolize, like, let's say, my day and think that it needs to go a certain way. And that if it's not going to go that way, then I can't do those things. But I realized that rigidity is really more of like this perfectionism and this control. And so I'm just sharing with you these little shifts in hopes that maybe it will help you be able to in ultimately do the things that that are helping you move forward towards your dreams and your goals and for me you know my big dreams the the things that I'm claiming is this podcast I want to to do this podcast. I want to share. I want to get my, my, the messages. I want to channel more. There's so many things that I want to do with this podcast. And, you know, it's kind of like that, that stunting energy that I, that I have is again, the perfectionism of like, well, I can't do, I can't record a podcast episode unless, you know, X, Y, Z is all in place and nobody's in my house. And so, so this is, really me just letting loose more, just really just realizing that life happens, life is all around us. There's never going to be a perfect situation or scenario that will set us up to take the steps towards our dreams. And that really like true bravery and courage is doing the things now that you want to do and not waiting for someone to either tell you, yes, you should do that or waiting for that perfect situation to present itself for you to be ready. So for me, that also looks like the book that I have channeled, the book of life that the Akashic Guides have channeled to me probably now three or four years ago. I have these channeled texts that I have been saying for a long time, I'm going to make it a book, I'm going to write a book. Well, it's just time to do that, right? It's just time to really just like take what is the saying take the bull by the horns or you know take the reins of the horse and just do it just do it and there's no better time than the present so you know this all ties together to today's podcast episode which is about fear and that fear of taking lip leaps and having that courage to take a risk first of all you know the the idea of failure comes up for me when I have fear towards taking a leap and so failure is like this word that 
really paralyzes me. Does it paralyze you? This idea of failure, you know, it has stopped me from doing so many things in my life. And all the times that I that I move forward with really sharing my voice and my gifts are the times that I allow myself to do something and to do it knowing that it could fail. And the truth is sometimes things do fail. I've had, you know, many examples of times that I felt that maybe, you know, the thing that I did worked out great and sometimes it didn't. But failure is also a relative term. And so as the Akashic guides like to do, they like to dissect a word and bring our awareness to that bigger picture, higher perspective to see what a word really means and to unlock the truth behind it. Because so many words, what happens is we project so much onto those words and then we take on the projections of uh, the collective meaning. So failure on one level can mean simply to fail, that you did not succeed, that you measured that progress that someone else or the collective or you measured the progress of an endeavor and no, you did not succeed. You either win or you fail. I mean, look at the way that we operate in the world. There's, you know, with sports and races and college and everyday schooling, you know, you either pass or you fail, you get an A or you get, you know, a D, you, you can, you know, you got to do better and be good. And it's in order to get to that next level in life. But no, it's just not the way. It's just not the way of the new earth of these of the way that we are ascending as a collective. It's not the way anymore to think in this polarity and this black and white and this really the lens of judgment and perfectionism. So we are all deconditioning from this programming. And so even though I had that seed planted in my heart in my near-death experience where I felt just completely unlimited because I became one with source and I embodied that feeling for so long when I came out of that experience, you know, it was like literally skipping into the world and into life. And then over time, the conditioning sets in. And so I I have to take myself on this journey of reframing what failure means so that I can truly walk through this life in my power, walk through this life knowing that I am unlimited. So I'm just taking you through the the journey of how you can walk yourself through releasing f- fear so that you can get to the point where you can make those steps, take those leaps, whatever steps you feel comfortable with towards your dreams, taking action and making choices and not just making choices, but taking action. So sometimes I can be really good at making choices and I can claim things and then I can have a million excuses of why I'm not ready to take that next next actionable step. So so we have to uh, be able to to know what it looks like and what it feels like to walk ourselves through taking fear and looking at fear and and asking fear questions because fear will stay in our body. Fear will stay in our hearts. It will stay in our minds if we do not unlock and start to ask it questions. If we don't 
break it down and release it. So what what the Akashic guides have shared with me is that when we have responses to anything in our life, situations, people, just anything, and when we have like a big fear response, maybe one, two, three, maybe a hundred, I mean, we, we all have had many fear responses in our life, what happens is that even though you can have an original initial fear response to a situation, if you allow that to stay in your body, if you don't dissect and and do the work to release it, then it becomes a, a generalized fear response that you lead yourself in life with. So let's say you're a child and you've had, you know, we all have had certain things happen to us as a child and we have like a fear response. And I'm talking about physical and emotional. They're the same. They mean the same thing to us on a to our bodies, they mean the same thing to us. So when we don't feel safe, or when we, we, you know, we have this fear response, let's say that energy of fear stays in our body, well, we grow up, and then we tend to just hold on to that fear. And then we're projecting this generalized fear onto our life onto so many different things that we actually truly do not have fear about. But it's all stems from that original fear response that we we haven't done the work to release. So there's a couple ways that you can address this in your life. You can go into your Akashic records, go into meditation, and try to find the original fear responses that you have had in your life. You can do this even by memory, knowing, okay, I've had you know these certain traumatic things happen, and you can go back to those memories. But remember, in the Akashic records, everything is now. Everything is now past, present, and future anyways. It's our awareness that brings it to the surface that makes it our present moment. So if you go to a past situation, a traumatic situation in your Akashic records, first of all, you need to know two things. Even though it is your now, it's good to do this kind of work in your records because you have the loving guidance of your guides and you also bring that situation to the surface in your higher with your higher self's perspective. So you're looking at it already with a little more distance. You're you're not you're you're not reliving that situation. You don't want to do that to your body. You don't want to do that. So you bring a situation forward in your Akashic records and you're able to look at it from this lens, from a lens of observation. So you're not reliving the experience. And that's when you can start to ask the questions around a situation, around taking yourself through that journey to release fear. So you take yourself in your Akashic records. You can download my Akashic Wisdom Prayer on my website, themalibumedium.com. It's free. Or you can go to my link in bio on my Instagram at Malibu Medium and get this prayer. And this is something that you can do. So you you open your records and then you have the the intention to start to re- reshift and release fear. And you can start with a certain situation, a trauma that maybe you remember that you've experienced and you take that trauma and you present that trauma to your Akashic guides. You bring that to the surface and you bring it to the surface in observation and it becomes 
your anything that you are aware of in the present moment is able to be shift shifted instantaneously because all we have is our awareness in the present moment and any shifts that you make in your awareness in that present moment will become your new reality. So you take that traumatic event, you offer it up to the Akashic guides. You're not doing this alone. You're doing this with your higher self, with your soul, with your spirit team, with your Akashic guides. You might have an angel come through or a past loved one that would like to help or a counselor soul. You might have whatever, whoever is divinely guided to come through and help you is going to come through. And so you present this to them and you start to ask questions. This is a channeled communicative experience that just feels very natural and there's no right or wrong way to start. You just want to start to unlock your subconscious. You, you're, you're bringing what was unconscious to the surface, which means you're bringing what is unconscious to your consciousness now, to your awareness. So you're really getting deep down into what's stored in your body. And this works on an energetic level too. So when you are working in your records, although you're working in consciousness, remember everything is energy. And so anytime you're shifting a perspective in consciousness, in mindset, in dynamics and patterns, that is literally shifting the energy around that and the energy that that holds. So you start to ask questions to to the fear that is around this scenario. Um, you start to get in tune with yourself and really get into that deepest, authentic um, layer and level of awareness around the situation to to really ask what you need to ask in order to release it and to see it in a new light. So you want to come at it with different angles. You want to ask why questions. You might ask, um, let me let me get here tuned in. Okay, so let's see. I don't know how personal to get here. I'm going to try to think of a situation that happened to me when I was younger, and I want to bring it to the surface, and I'm going to transform the way that I hold it in my body and the way that I see this situation. So I'm going to start general I'm going to start general. You can do this too. You can be specific or general. So when I was younger, I felt less than, okay, I'm going to get deeper in that. How did I feel less than? I felt, I didn't feel pretty enough. I didn't feel cool enough. I didn't feel like I could speak up. I was very shy and this these ener- these mindsets or the way that, you know, I talked to myself really kept me in a shell. I felt very paralyzed. I felt very much like I internalized a lot of things. Okay, so this created a res- this fear response for me was a fear to speak up, a fear to be my true self, and a fear to really how it played out in my life at a certain age was like a fear to really go after the things I wanted in my life and 
a fear to be who I was, who I truly, truly was, and to express myself in freedom. And so I'm unlocking this fear. And as I'm unlocking this fear, I can see the parallel of how that still plays out in my life now. So there's an initial pattern that was created in my childhood that I am still playing out now, which is the fear for others to see me, the fear that others might like not like me if they really see me and if I am really honestly myself. How could others really like me? Why? I have actual validations in my mind of things that happened in my childhood that proved to me that. And that's what I held on to. Not the times or the moments when maybe someone reinforced the validation around acknowledging and accepting who I am. More so what I've held on to is the times in my life where somebody put me down and reinforced in my mind, why I am not good enough and why it's not okay to be who I am. So I'm going into a scenario very specific now in my childhood where I I always wanted to fit in with what I wore and I had a horrible sense of fashion. I kind of <laughs> feel like I still do, but I, I do see it in a totally different light now. But I remember that I was in middle school and it was kind of like I'm remembering that there was that that crisscross, um, those rappers. I don't know if you all if you all remember this time. It was like the 90s. It was kind of the combat boots or the Doc Martens and whatever. I didn't have dark Doc Martens. And so I remember borrowing a yellow shirt from my sister and wearing some sort of shorts and then like some sort of boots. And I remember going to school and this kid said to me, you know, your outfit would be really cool if only your shoes were different or if only you had Doc Martens, something like, you know, pretty awful. And I just, you know, that memory just stuck. It just really stuck. And I felt very ashamed. I felt basically like, I gave him all the power, right, to to say, yeah, you're right. I am not cool enough. You're right. And so this is a this is a simple example, but I'm bringing this to the surface. So your heart might start to raise, you might too still have this emotional response to that situation, but I'm kind of handing it over now. I'm putting it up and out of my body and I'm I'm, I'm distancing myself from that a little bit because I really want to go to a level of observation and I'm just inviting my guides here to walk me through doing this. And so, so what I'm, what they're, what happens is they start to bring you into the full picture. So I'm starting to get a sense of the other person's where they were at in their consciousness so that I cannot put all the the truth of the perspective on 
me. In order to see the full picture, sometimes we need to see where the other person is coming from and know that they're leading with their own wounds. And so the first thing that the guides want to say is that the the words that this other kid said to me was him leading from his own wounds. He was leading from a place of judgment with himself. He judged himself and the way that he what he wore. He this is how he operated and he was projecting that on to me and I was that perfect candidate of a shy kid that was trying to be cool and he saw that and it made him feel powerful. Now I'm starting to also see at the same time that this is not really who he was. That this was not who he was at all. It's not who he is. It's not who I am. And that so much, so many times what we do is we show up with living our conditioning. We show up saying the words that are attached to really not the best parts of ourselves, the parts of ourselves maybe that are the small parts of ourselves. And so for us to make associations or to take on associations, or I should say, for me to define myself based on that experience is literally to define myself based on an aspect of himself that was not developed, an aspect of himself that led with his own conditioning and judgments, and an aspect of himself that was on the lower surface of his consciousness. And that what he, the mistake he did was saying the words that without any awareness. And so you know how somebody can say something without speaking. He, he, in a way, he said something without speaking, or he said something on within his lowest level of awareness, and I received it in my lowest level of awareness. And we need to see that truth. We need to see the lower level of that truth to see what's really going on. We need to see that in order to also accept higher levels of truth. And we need to see how these situations play out and how we take on other people's projected wounds because we, we, when we do that, we're receiving another wound in our wound. And that's what happened. And so I adopted that limited belief that I wasn't cool enough because I wasn't wearing the right shoes. And I perpetuated that probably over, over it and over again in my life by holding on to this limited belief that I'm not cool enough and not good enough. And that is such a small example. I'm sure there's way bigger examples, but it doesn't always matter where you go to because when you unlock a small example, you're also unlocking something deep inside your subconscious that holds space for what that means on a larger scale. So just because this scenario seems very trivialized, it actually, by me unlocking this, it it could unlock and giving me courage to take a leap in my life and show up in a way that maybe expresses myself or I share my voice in a way that I no longer hold on to shame or fear around how others perceive me. 
So little shifts that happen actually can be really big shifts in your life. But we're not done there. So I started to expand my consciousness to see what's really, you know, what what that lower level of awareness was around that situation. So I'm starting to hold space for him and me in love and acceptance without judgment or shame or any sort of anger. And as I'm giving myself a few moments to really embody this new shift, I'm asking the guides have already told me what the real truth is. And I'm asking them to show me now the potential around who I am without holding this limited mindset. So who am I in my state of freedom? Who am I beyond this limitation? So First, what they want to say is that I've always held within me the unlimited potential that I am and that it is literally this shift in awareness that has now allowed me to tap more into this infinite potential that I hold within myself, which is freedom of expression. And so what they're doing now energetically, just so you know how it feels, is I'm feeling the energy come down through my chakra and start to integrate. I'm feeling a new level, a new aspect of myself in my unlimited potential come down into my body energetically, and it always lands in your heart. A shift in awareness will always land in your heart. That's when you know that you have made that shift and it's embodied and integrated. So it's going to feel like the center of who you are, that your mind, body, and soul merges together and you become back into an aligned state with your true essence. So I am back into an aligned state with my true essence. And now what it feels like energetically is that still point of awareness, complete alignment with mind, body, and soul energetically. It doesn't stay tight in a ball tight in a circle ball of your centered awareness. Now it unravels. And now energetically, what I feel like is that the electric currency of my unique expression is open and very much willing and ready and able to express and very much wanting to to express. So the way that an energetic shift will feel is that it comes down through your head, it lands in your heart, it comes to a still point of complete mind-body-soul alignment, and then it starts to infuse out into your aura so that your aura starts to generate its loving essence. And in this very open state, your currency becomes magnetic and your body, mind, soul really wants to call in expression. It really wants to, to give this this energy that it is so your light will always want to be shared it, it will always want to to share information um, education love it's always going the natural state of how you run in your alignment will be that you are circulating love and you're giving love you're receiving love you're giving love you're it's coming back into your body and so this is the way that we move in the universe we are all connected we are actually 
ultimately one mind-body-soul, one universal mind. So when you tap into the Akashic Records, because it is the universal divine mind, it is consciousness itself, it is where we stem from and what we are part of, and we're always connected, I'm actually making a shift in that kid Um, His name was Ryan. Can you believe I remember that? I'm making a shift in him right now, too, because I pulled him into the experience. And so anytime we heal ourselves in the Akashic Records, we are healing the other person. And so that's a beautiful thing. It's a magical thing. This is healing the collective. So I'm going to stop this episode now. I'm going to close my Akashic Records. Thank my guides. This is just a very small example of how you make a shift in your Akashic Records using fear as an example. I feel very relaxed. I feel very open. I feel very peaceful. And I know that this is going to help me and my life move forward. And this is going to help you. I invite you to go into your records and to try these steps in your own way and Please know that very soon I will have a group class on how to read the Akashic Records where I will offer mentorship in a group setting so that I can take you through walking this journey and then you can practice with other people. So stay stay tuned on my Instagram at Malibu Medium for this class. And for now, I'm going to again thank the guides for being here with us today and just infuse the love that we are back out into the universe and as you do that you will receive it 10 times more and so we thank the akashic guides for being with us today and remember your light is fearless and have a beautiful day i hope you enjoy learning about my personal journey with akashic record transformation i believe that by sharing our stories of inspiration and transformation together we rise if you are interested in learning more about the akashic records or would like to see all my offerings please go to my website themalibumedium.com or you can find me on instagram at malibu medium and please don't forget to rate and review the show i would also love to hear from you please leave a comment and share it with your friends if you think they would find it helpful Together we rise, empowered, your light is fearless.